I'm Jennifer Nielsen, and this is Let It Glow, Episode 44, Break Free from the Prison Within. Ready, set, glow. Welcome to the Let It Glow podcast, a happy place where you'll learn how to let your soul shine and discover new ways to design your best life. I'm your host, Jennifer Nielsen. Welcome to another podcast episode. I have a special guest with me today, Michelle Molcock. She is one of my certified dig specialists, and her inspiring story of how she broke free from the prison within is what I want to share with you today. And first, I just want to give you a little background when I talk about break free from the prison within and what that means. Because so often when clients come to me, many of them have found a homeostasis, a place where they are miserable at a level they have learned to live with. Better than it used to be, but not good enough to actually be free and happy. They are in a prison held together by these beliefs and these interpretations of the events that have happened to them. And many of these beliefs serve a purpose at one time, but are now no longer useful. So ironically, these beliefs actually create the results that they're getting, which are not even the results they're wanting. And so as I bring Michelle in today, I have seen her over the last few years kind of literally break free from a person when we first met that had very little eye contact, was just right in the middle of just a lot of upheaval in your life. And so to see her transformation because she's been willing to do the work and apply these principles is something that I think is worth sharing. And I and I hope you get as much out of it as I've gotten from just being, you know, a witness to this, this bird's eye view to this, this beautiful transformation. So, Michelle, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, I have four kids, and within six weeks, I'll have 11 grandkids, and I spend a lot of my time with them. I enjoy it. I love it. Um, I've been divorced about three and a half years now. Um, That was probably the hardest thing I have ever been through, and my children and we're all still healing. Um, I feel like with the dig and with Jennifer, that by leaps and bounds, it helped me get over the pain and anger that I had with what came along with that. And I think we met not long after that was kind of, you were, you were divorced, but still in the throes of like trying to adapt to that. Yeah, we were still actually um, in court. The divorce took a lot longer than I had anticipated. But yeah, I wasn't at a great place when when we met. And actually, the way we met was kind of cool. You came to one of the the event when I was doing the fundraiser for CC's Hope Center. Yes. You just saw it online and just showed up and we'd never met before. And then from there... Then you got involved with you know, my first The Dig workshop, and then from there, you just kept following along, and then here we are today. Now you're I certified dig specialist. It's awesome. <laughs> love but it. I think one thing that we, you know, as as I first met you, you were pretty candid about your the patterns of your family growing up, some of the abuse that you had experienced, and maybe just give us a little overview on that. 
As a child, I had been sexually abused by my dad from the age of three to four until he passed away when I was 13. Um, My mom was a severe alcoholic most of my life um, until she was 60. And I have one sibling, a sister, and we pretty much raised ourselves. My mom left us when I was 15 and my sister was 17. And we pretty much took care of ourselves since then. Wow. And I think about, um, you know, to fast forward to when we met, it just, all of these things had happened decades before. Mm-hmm. And yet you're still visibly carrying the weight of that. And then the divorce and then the dysfunction in your family with your sister and with your mom. And there was just so much. And so what I want you to kind of explain as when we talk about that prison, what did that feel like for you as far as your beliefs, the way that you're operating? Like, kind of explain that to me. At that point in my life, I felt that was my life, um, that I was going to be that way forever. And I have been, um, took different, so many counselors from like age 27 to in my forties. And I just, no one got it. No one could help me. Um, okay. So I, I do remember you laughing because we've, I think overlapped even on some of our counselors, but you I don't know, like maybe 20, 30 counselors. I don't know who's counting, right? Right, right. <laughs> waiting in the same waiting room. <laughs> but what I love about you, Michelle, and this is what's been so fun, is that what was presented to you was something that was out of your control, something you didn't choose in a lot of these ways. But even though you didn't always maybe find the resolve or the healing that you were looking for, you kept going. You kept trying. You didn't give up. And you had that desire to heal, to to evolve. And and that, I believe, is what has allowed you to get to that point to where we are today, where you're just being around you, just your body language and the way that you speak and the confidence that you have. And it took work. But and I think, you know, to speaking to any of you here that are listening, oftentimes we might hear a story like Michelle's and think, well, I don't have those kind of problems. What do I have to be you know, upset about or what do I have to struggle with? Or maybe your struggles are worse. It doesn't matter because pain is pain. And whether it's you've stubbed your toe or you've broken your leg and you need surgery because, you know, it's a severe break, the pain is pain. Some pain takes longer to heal. Mm-hmm. And I do know that when you've dealt with that kind of abuse, and I can relate to a certain degree, that it 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 taints so much of the way you show up in life. And I would imagine that going into your marriage, that it it, it made it created challenges within your marriage. Right. Uh-huh. So what has been the single most like the, the shift or what what has it taken to for you to get to the point where you were even two or three years ago to where you are now? What's changed? Because you've been doing counseling the, all along. You've been getting help. You've been trying to work on things. What has been the biggest catalyst for this change? Um, well, for one, you <laughs> and creating the dig. Consistency. I dress up and show up. And that has been my part of my healing. It's been 
one step at a time, but it's also been kind of like a disbelief. Like I have fought the same battle for, you know, my whole life. And honestly, at that point, um, I was about ready just to give up on counselors and life coaches and so on. And I met Jennifer and she'd created the dig and we kept digging and digging and (laughs) got to the bottom of a lot of the issues that I was struggling with. And I love that because when we think about the dig, and I I wasn't digging for a compliment, (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) But what I do think is that The same reason I'm here is similar to the why you're here. We just kept going Mm -hmm. and kept digging and kept trying. And I do think what is unique about the dig is it gives you an element of becoming self-sufficient emotionally and resilient in a way that you're in charge. You're the CEO of your healing. Mm -hmm. And you're learning how to process things on your own as well as me helping you you know, guide you through it. Right. But I believe that the like the deepest healing comes when we learn how to process this and take accountability for our reactions, feelings, everything that we're how we're showing up, regardless of the trauma that we had. Because it would be easy to blame a lot of this on, well, this happened and this happened. And, you know, because of that, I'm broken. Because of that, I'll never be able to be whole like other people. But ultimately, you didn't give up. Right. And the dig gave you the tools that you needed to take matters into your own hands and to do the work. And so tell me a little bit about your life now versus when we first met. Oh, my goodness. Um, My life is wonderful. I never expected to actually be happy. Um, I was sitting in church on Sunday, and I had the thought came to me, I have never been happier in my life. And I got tears in my eyes. Um, But I feel... Because of the dig, I could stand on my own two feet with confidence and clarity, um, and I know who I am. My anxiety has, you know, pretty much gone away. The depression's gone away, and I just feel whole um, and extremely blessed. And newly engaged. Yes, I'm newly (laughs) engaged. I am, yes, getting married in October. Um, to one of the nicest people I've ever, man, that I've ever met in my life. So I'm excited about that. I love that. And I love, we, we've gone on, she's gone on some of the retreats and he'll leave little notes in the suitcase yeah. and different things. Little or love just, letters in my suitcase. <laughs> and I think it's just a testament to as we learn to love ourselves, then we can receive that kind of love. And that's why, you know, just sitting here is such a privilege because I've seen what you've done and how you've had to work to get to where you are. And I think of many of you who are listening, I don't know where you are in your life. I don't know what challenges you're dealing with, but I do know that pain is universal. And I know for me, being in that place where you kind of mentioned that you I didn't know if happiness was ever a possibility for me because I had never experienced happiness without a level of pain. There was just these, these, these emotions constantly fighting within my being. And to see you here sitting here and to have such a beautiful story. And it's it's hope for all of us that no matter what is happening or what has happened in our past or what may happen in the future, we can always have hope, healing, and peace if we're willing to do the work and we're willing to ask for help. And when we say ask for help, that's help from someone like us that does this work. 
It's asking for help from God. It's praying. It's asking for help from those around us, but knowing that we, you don't have to do this alone. We're not meant to do this alone. Mm-mm. And one really cool thing, you'll have to share this, Michelle. This is one of my favorite things. We met a couple of weeks ago, and she just gotten this phone call from her mom. And just give us a quick kind of update on how that, you know, what happened here with your mom and your sister. Um, my mom and my sister have, throughout life, always um, did not get along, butt heads. And my mom's getting older. And I just started feeling like I wanted the, the end of her life. I want her happy. So I started doing the dig on my mom, and she didn't know it. And they were kind of estranged a little bit, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um. So I worked on her for quite a while, probably like four hours and two different conversations. And then my sister lives in Oregon. I did the same thing with her. Um, and two very angry people now have come together um, and have, you know, good conversations. My mom's acting like a mom. Um, and you're able to have peace when you're together. It's created a unit that you didn't, you haven't really had before. Oh, exactly. Yeah, the tension's out of the room or the elephant's out of the room. And um, yeah, we could just all sit there and be happy and joke about things. And it's been really good. It's, that's amazing. And so the night before we met, just a few weeks ago, you just had gotten a phone call from your mom. Okay. My mom um, was thanking me for the the work I had done with my sister and with my mom. And it surprised me um, because my mom does not give compliments. And honestly, I really couldn't remember a time that she had. And when she called and just said, thank you, you know, there was a change in her life. It just got my heart. I felt like I was hearing things, but they're both doing really well. And um, the family is getting closer. And um, we're all going to be together in June. Wow. So So you had a miracle is what I'd like to call that. Yes. That's amazing. So going back to kind of the topic that we talked about. When we talk about breaking free from the prison within, for the longest time, it was almost like you were the warden. You had the key keeping yourself locked. You felt like there was no way out. Yes. And um, as you figured this out, you were able to to unlock that door and find freedom on the other side. What really has helped me, and Jennifer has expressed this many times, is the past is the past. And we can't do anything about the past, but we can our futures. And when I replayed that in my head over and over again, I thought, well, forget the past. I'm wasting my life worrying about the past. There's nothing I could do. And then started concentrating on the future. And I sit here today and I'm as happy as I can be. (laughs) Well, and I think, too, it's important to understand that in the in all of this, it's it's that daily consistency of implementing the way that we're processing our beliefs and our, our feelings and our reactions. Absolutely. For me, it has become part of me. I really don't realize that I'm processing 
or I don't really think about it. I'm just doing it. I'm living it. And I love it. And you found real freedom. I mean, oh, it's just, yeah. it's just, yeah. it's, it's, it's beautiful. And it's, mm. it's so fun to have you here to be able to share your experiences and where you've come. And it's just hope for all of us that, again, no matter what you're experiencing now or what's happened in your past, we always have the option to choose how we respond and who we become. And for all, for those of you who are listening, I just want to reiterate that. And if you, want to go deeper with me, if there's areas in your life that you're wanting some clarity on, I do one-on-one sessions. The training that Michelle did has been life-changing. I now have 16 DIG specialists that have done this training and the miracles that I'm seeing in their lives and they're sharing with me and sharing with our community here of DIG specialists is really nothing short of miraculous. Right. I agree with that. And I come here to share this with you because I know what's possible when you're willing to invest in yourself, do your work and try something different. If life isn't working for you right now, or maybe it's okay, but you would love for some improvements or for it to be better, it's important you do something different. And for me, the dig has been that that tool, that, that piece in my life that I do feel like was missing. And as I've been able to use it and implement it in my daily life, and as Michelle had shared, it creates these long-lasting changes to where now, like looking into the future, I don't have fear of what may or may not happen because I know I'll be able to work through it and I'll be able to conquer it and I'll be able to thrive in spite of what's happened to me in the past. And so that's just what I want to share with you today. Any final parting words you'd like to share with us, Michelle? (laughs) I, you know, like I've said, I'm very blessed and thankful um, for the dig and for Jennifer. I, I couldn't, say enough things about Jennifer. I don't think that she is. She's she's very unique, very loving, very caring, and has really helped me become the person I am today. And Michelle, I feel the same about you. It's been a privilege to work with you. And I love connecting with other people that want to grow and expand. And I love for all of, of those that are listening, thank you for tuning in and know that No matter what's happening in your life, you can break free from that prison within. You have the power to do that. And I'm here to support you in any way that I can. So thank you for tuning in. And until next time, shine on. Thanks for listening to the Let It Glow podcast. If you enjoyed this show, share the love with a friend. This podcast can be found on iTunes or subscribe on my website at www.let-it-glow.com. And remember, let go and let it glow.